Yo, yo, welcome back. It is the Modern Marketing Podcast brought to you by Bloom Media. I'm your host, Christian Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in today. It's good to be back after having a couple weeks off. And my gift for coming back is I'm going to be doing a solo cast here today on a hot take that we hope you guys will enjoy and something that you guys are probably following. Or uh, if you're not following it closely, you've at least heard something about it. Uh, somewhere in the social media landscape. But today's episode is actually going to be a bit of a teaser for a full-length episode that we plan on releasing next week once we get the rest of the team together. Uh, Both Steve and Bailey had some other things to take care of, so I will be running it solo today. But today we're going to be talking about the latest iOS update. So iOS 14.5, a lot of people have been talking about this. A lot of people have been talking about uh, the different features that are, are part of this new iOS update and we're going to go through a couple of those, uh, talk a little bit about some of my personal first reactions, my first uh, impressions of this new update, and what it means, especially concerning social media and how Apple now handles uh, these different social media platforms. So if you guys like today's episode, please like and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up, five-star review, all that good stuff that you know. And uh, we'd be happy to hear from you if you have any questions or any topics that you'd like covered in the marketing world. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys, and we love receiving feedback. So uh, without any further ado, let's hop in. So uh, iOS 14.5, 14.5, I should say, released back at the end of April. So uh, Apple's website, I'm reading the release notes right now, uh, it was updated on April 26, 2021. So uh, the update itself came in around the end of April, and there were a couple of cool things that came with it. Uh, For those of you who are in the Apple ecosystem, uh, you may already have it. I will say this, uh, I do not remember being prompted to download it, uh, which I thought was interesting because a lot of times when you get OS updates, uh, you are prompted to go do that and go install it because they want to get as many people on the same version of the operating system as possible. So, I thought it was interesting that they did not uh, send me an update for that, but there were a couple of things that were uh, were present in that update. A couple of cool things like the ability to unlock your phone uh, from your Apple Watch because uh, a lot of people, including myself, uh, weren't able to use Face ID with a mask on, and so uh, the ability to do it from the Apple Watch is a much better way of unlocking the phone when you can't use Face ID, so that was a welcome update. There were a couple of new Siri voices, which uh, if you haven't done this before, I highly recommend it. I actually have my Siri voice as an Australian woman, which just makes everything a little bit more interesting. Give that a shot. I actually haven't checked out any of the new voices, but the key thing that was most talked about, uh, at least regarding social media and the, the marketing landscape, is privacy controls. And I think it's impossible in today's day to not be at least somewhat familiarized with the debate regarding data privacy, um, sharing information, personal information, and uh, especially when it comes to social media. So when we look at this new update, uh, for those of you who have it, you may have recognized when you went into Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, uh, there was a little prompt that came up. And I actually have a little bit. I have the prompt in front of me right now. And it says, allow app to track your activity across other companies' apps and websites. Your data will be used to measure advertising efficiency. So you get this prompt and you can say, okay, I allow it. Or you can ask the app not to track you. And it's very fascinating. It's it's a very interesting approach because, like I just mentioned, if you've been a part of the social media landscape for the last 
you know, five to 10 years, you would know that data privacy is one of the battlegrounds of modern debate and how much you share of your personal information, what that personal information is being used for, uh, how companies are buying that information from places like Facebook to better tailor ads and other content towards your personal profile. And there's a lot of debate about that, about how much is too much, how much are we able to let go of our privacy, and how much of that uh, should we fight back for. And I think it's funny because uh, I'm 28, and so I remember an age when uh, the internet, at least in its current state, was still in its infancy. And so I lived in an age where the internet was starting to become more popular, and especially for kids and teenagers. Uh, it was mostly used for business uh, when I was growing up, but then as more uh, social sites came around and uh, you know things like MySpace and and as when YouTube was created, you know there was uh, kind of this this exposure of the internet to to children and to teenagers. And so the funny thing is, I remember uh, growing up and 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 like I've mentioned multiple times, um, I work in software and my my dad worked in software, so I was always very much on um, the cutting edge when it came to technology and. Each one of my family members had a computer. Uh, my brother and I and my sister uh, had a laptop. And so I, I, we've always had a computer, and we've always had unfettered access to one. And so one of the things I learned in an early age was uh, internet etiquette, just making sure that you never share your name, you never share where you live, you never share how old you are, uh, you know, information like that, which is just so funny to go back and look at because it seems so counterintuitive now. To, to what the internet is, right? We create profiles on Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and you know TikTok, and we share our name, we share our birthday, we share where we live, uh, we share other personal information. And I just think it's so funny to, to look back on that and say, you know, that that was so countercultural to what it used to be, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And we do live in a different day. And we, we now willingly share information a lot more freely than we did in the past. Uh, and you can you can kind of formulate your own opinion on that. I know that uh, we at Blue Media, obviously, we have to use some information when we do targeting for advertisements. I mean, that's just part of our job, right? But what we believe at Blue Media is that you should be aware of what you're sharing and that you shouldn't be sharing this information. It shouldn't be sold or distributed without your consent. And I think that's probably the main point about this build, this this operating system that Apple just put out. One of the most important things about it is that now it's bringing your attention to it. And if you didn't already have attention to it, now it's front and center, right? When you log into your social media applications or it, it might not even be social media. I, I, I found this prompt when I logged into a couple of other apps, uh, things like shopping. And uh, it really brings to light how much your data is being tracked and sold. And the best part about this is you can ask the app not to track you and for the first time, it almost feels like you have a little bit of ability to wrangle your privacy back in. And it's pretty incredible how long we've gone and how much we've seen the data selling and the data capturing, uh, how, how much we've seen that you know penetrate our society and how much problem or how many problems it has caused. And so I think it's great that Apple has pushed out this uh, this new update that allows users to take some control back. Uh, there has been pushback. I know I read an article the other day that Facebook said they might make iOS users have to pay to use Facebook. And I think that that's 
wild to me because there was a quote, and we, we mentioned this a while back in one of our previous podcasts, and uh, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. We, we dive into the social dilemma, which was one of the big uh, social movements. I mean, it was, a, it was a documentary on Netflix, but it really became a social movement, uh, especially during the midst of COVID where we had more people on devices and more people on social media. But there's a quote in The Social Dilemma. Uh, I don't remember who said it, but uh, the guy said that if, you, if you're using a free product, then you are the product, right? If you're not paying for a service, then you are the product, right? Or you are the service. Meaning, when you get on social media, if you're not having to pay for that social media, you're having to pay for it in a different way. Maybe you're not spending $5 a month for a subscription service, but you're selling your data, right? You're, you're giving away your personal information. And businesses are using that to better target ads and to better help manipulate is a strong word, but to better help influence your decision making online. And so why I'm so pleased with what Apple has done is that they've taken a stance to say, we're going to let you make that decision of how much of your data you sell or how much of your data that you make available. You may go out and decide that you are completely content sharing your data. And if that's your choice and your decision, then more power to you. Uh, it may not bother you that that information is, is publicly available and it's it's being sold. If you're not worried about that, then that's fine. Uh, for other people, you know, I think I think this, as, as many social movements uh, tend to do, it doesn't really affect the extremes, right? Like the people who think, you know, living on the grid at all is, you know, being tracked 24-7 or the people on the opposite side who say, you know, I'm, I'm content to let everybody know everything about me, right? I don't think that, you know, big social, and I wouldn't necessarily call this update a social movement, but I think it certainly could spark one. Uh, and so this, you know, this new update targets the people in the middle who are on the fence about how much they feel they can share when it comes to data or information. And so, I'm really fascinated to see the extension of this conversation as people, more people begin to download it. Like I said, I actually picked it up a little bit later. Uh, I know that this had been uh, out for a couple of weeks, and I just picked it up about a week ago. And so I'm very uh, interested to see how the, the national conversation continues when it comes to this. And also, uh, what are the social media companies going to do? Because this is a big hit to their advertising model. And if you affect the advertising model, you affect the bottom line. And these these social media companies are making their money because they can sell advertisement space. And when that becomes jeopardized, it can make a huge dent into the entire operation. So I think there's more to come on this. And this is why we're excited to cover this in greater detail as a, as a team of three. Uh, like I said, Bailey and Steve weren't able to make it today. But we do plan on doing an episode either next week or one of the following weeks uh, going deeper into detail into how it affects our business as a digital media company, uh, how it affects our personal lives and our and our personal interaction with social media, and uh, how it can affect the future in terms of data security and data data privacy. So uh, it's certainly something that we we encourage you guys to take a look at to to dig deeper into, uh, formulate your own opinions on how you feel, and uh, just keep track of it because I think it could potentially spark a bigger movement than uh, than it currently has. So. Anyway, that's my two cents. My initial reaction is big thumbs up to Apple. Apple seems to be, of the tech companies out there, uh, the most committed to data privacy and how much you share. I actually just saw a commercial. I was watching TV today, and I saw a commercial about um, 
I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a guy walking around and he's on his phone and more people begin following him and more people. And he goes home and he opens up his iPhone and he says, uh, ask app not to track and all these people disappear. Basically creating this idea that as you have a bunch of people tracking your data and your information, you just have a bunch of people looking over your shoulder. And uh, Apple positions itself as the tech company who cares about your data security. And uh, as if Apple needed another uh, another positive advertising campaign to push them forward, uh, obviously they've done well as a company, and, and that's the understatement of the day. So they really have done a good job of branding themselves in that way. And I think that it's sparking the conversation of you know, just how much of our data are we willing to share? How much of that is unethical when it's being taken without our consent? And now that we have a little bit more consent, in the, in the discussion, it'll be interesting to see how much people are going to just return to what they've always done or if it's going to spark a change. And uh, it's going to make a huge dent in the in the marketing, the digital marketing world. And so we're ready for that. We're ready to keep talking about it, continue the discussion, and uh, we're just excited to see how it goes. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. This is a quick solo cast by your boy, Christian Garcia. Thanks again for... Uh, joining us and we will talk to you again next week. Uh, Stay safe out there and we'll see you soon.